following program is produced by the Align in the Sound team. If you like what you hear, please stick around at the end of the show. To find out more, contact us and contribute towards a positive future. I'm joined on the line by Tim Thorncraft from Red Gum Forest Action. How are you going, Tim? Not too bad. Thanks, mate. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Uh, now you're in, uh, you're in a Red Gum Forest somewhere in New South Wales. Can you tell me uh, whereabouts you are? Yeah, we're in the uh, Millowa State Forest. It's um, just east of Mathara um, or south of Deniliquin, if you like, uh, right on the border, like 50 metres away is... Uh I mean, we're not on the riverbank. 50 metres away is the uh, is Victoria across the border. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, I just uh, just tried to find you on my computer, and I was sort of uh, zeroing in on these uh, these maps. And uh, there's a, a bit of a forest there, quite a large bit of forest. How big is that forest? Yeah, well, um, Mellower and Bahama Forest make up the. Uh, I'm not sure of the, the figures, but they're the biggest red gum forest in the universe. Um, <laughs> uh, Bahama's on the Victorian side, and uh, then you've got the, the uh, Murray River, and then Mellower's on the New South Wales side. So, yeah, together they make up a, a, a big block of forest. Um, it's sort of basically here because um, downstream is a thing called the Barma Choke, where the Murray River gets a bit narrow. And this is the, uh, the bit of the Murray that gets most reliably flooded. And these are like uh, floodplain forests. They wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the flooding. And unfortunately, the flooding hasn't happened since 1993. So they're looking a bit crook. Um, unfortunately, state forests have not sort of recognised that uh, the forest is sick. And... Um, they haven't backed off on the logging. They sort of going hard as usual. And yeah, sort of looking around me in the moonlight here, it's sort of it's a bit like uh, euthanasia logging. They're um, they're, they're they've been logging them for 150 years, so they brag about that. But uh, walking around here, you see these massive stumps that are like a metre and a half, two metres across. That's the first wave of logging, and then. As the stumps get younger, they get smaller and smaller and smaller. And um, yeah, the ones they're knocking over at the moment are pretty small, and the stuff that's left is just like a stick farm. Yeah, yes, that's uh, pretty unfortunate. There's uh, large areas in New South Wales like that, unfortunately. Yep. Um, right, so how do they go about logging there? Um, well, they sort of marked it all up, basically, to take out uh, anything that's bigger than uh, oh, the, you know, in the old language, a couple of foot across. Um, and they've, uh, yeah, they're cutting them down by hand and uh, hauling them out with uh, forwarders and onto the trucks. And then um, they go off. Some of it goes to um, building material. Um, a fair bit of it goes to sleepers for the railways. And the majority of it goes to cheap firewood for Victoria, Melbourne in particular. Yeah, right. That's uh, probably end up with a bit of that out here too. We certainly get a lot of yellow box and red gum firewood in ACT. It's very fine uh, firewood, but it's um, that's a bit of a waste of an ecosystem, unfortunately. Yes, there's other ways to do it, isn't there? Yeah. So, uh, so uh, are they uh, doing the same sort of thing across the border there, about 100 metres away? Um, no, no. Victoria's sort of uh, got with the program and. Um, Basically worked out that it's unsustainable um, you know, ecologically and it's even unsustainable timber-wise. So um, they've just gone through a big process of uh, reviewing the whole situation in their forests and they've, they've come up with a, a pretty good plan. Um, the majority of the Victorian forests have now gone into reserves. Um, meanwhile, on 
our side of the river, 50 metres away, um, about 2% of the Riverina bioregion is reserved, and in all of New South Wales, about 4% of the red gums in the whole of the state are reserved. So we're sort of hoping that we might be able to uh, push along that situation to um, yeah, get a bit sensible on our side of the border. Mm. And what, what are the laws like around the Commonwealth side? Well, um, we're in a unique situation as far as you know, blockading a forest is concerned in that um, the general thing is, oh, blockading is illegal, you're all breaking the law. But, uh, of course, anyone is allowed to break the law um, if the thing that you're doing uh, is, you know, stopping a, a greater evil, if you like. Um, I mean, if a bank robber runs down the street, you're allowed to tackle him. You're not generally allowed to tackle people on the street. But, uh, yeah, um, under the federal law, it's clearly illegal under the Environmental Protection and Biodiversity Conservation Act, um, which, among other things, uh, is supposed to protect uh, wetlands. And this is a very important, uh, internationally important wetland. Yeah, right. Do you get uh, migratory birds coming through there too? Yeah, big time. When it floods, uh, as I said, it hasn't flooded since '93, but I'm sure it will again. We hope it will again. Yeah, cross your fingers. Uh, yeah, so it's internationally important. It, uh, the logging and clearing of it uh, uh, breaches international obligations that the Australian government has to, to protect uh, these Ramsar listed wetlands. Um, so, yeah, you're internationally illegal, uh, you're federally illegal under the BBC Act, as I previously mentioned, and state-wise, currently illegal under the New South Wales uh, Planning Act. So, we're basically, so we've got three strikes there. We've got international, national and state, um, and they lose on all counts. Um, and interestingly, today we had a visit from the police, um, and they sort of, you know, talked about, well, if we've, you know, this has gone all the way to the ministers. Well, yes, it has. Um, and they asked us to leave and uh, sort of basically said we could get back to them in a couple of days. So um, we feel that, you know, our, our position as policing illegal acts is, is, uh, is spot on. And um, we're waiting for some someone, the federal government, the state government, to uh, get their acts together. They both expressed all sorts of intentions to do the right thing in the red gum forest for some time, but as we all know, the road to hell is uh, paved with good intentions and we're waiting for something to actually happen. Yes, right. Now, um, you're acting there on the blockade in, in concert with the uh, the local Aboriginal people. Yeah, yeah, the Yorta Yorta nations are um, very on side. Uh, they've been in the tenants, um, and, yeah, they've... They've uh, negotiated, or uh, in the process of negotiating, some um, joint management on the Victorian side, and uh, they wish to have a joint management uh, set up with uh, national parks on this side when they're established. And uh, they're supporting us strongly, and we're supporting them strongly. Uh, yep. Uh, right, so I'm, I'm not sure if you'll know the answer to this, but um, when, when you do look from above on a map, um, there's uh, this vast forest there, but even vaster around there is this real patchwork of cropping. Do you, do you know what was there before the uh, the vast change in the landscape of cropping was uh, sort of put upon it? Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's always a bit of a guesswork working out what the, uh, the previous vegetation was. Um, unfortunately, you know, records weren't written down a lot of the time. Um, surprisingly, the red gum forests haven't been cleared um, very much. Most of it um, is still intact in some form, though it's you know, very badly degraded by grazing and logging. Uh, so most of that patchwork would have been uh, uh, box woodlands and other vegetation types that are on the higher ground. Because the trouble with uh, red gum forests before they started um, regulating the hell out of the rivers uh, was that, well, they used to flood on average uh, every 1.7 years for three or four months. So it makes it a bit hard to farm when the place is underwater for you know, a fair bit of the time. Um, so the red gum forests have mostly not been cleared, but um, they've been just seriously degraded. And uh, the machines that we've got locked up here at the moment, we're in the process of degrading it uh, one step for, uh, further. Yes, yes. So there's a, uh, a blockade currently set up, which is uh, stopped work. Yeah, we um, we got here on Sunday um, and we set up. Um, one of our chaps is um, suspended or looking up at him now, 10 or 15 metres up into a red gum tree. Um, he's on a little platform with a tarp over the top to keep the weather off and uh, the platform's cabled up uh, by a fairly intricate network to three machines that are a couple of hundred, well, hundred metres apart. Um, so the basic idea is if anyone tries to move the machines, uh, he's endangered and so we trust that they won't. Yeah, and there's about oh, 15 of us here at the moment. Um, various people have been coming and going and um, we're staying. Uh, we're demanding that the federal government and the state government get their acts together, stop expressing good intentions, start making some firm decisions on the whole issue and we're not going nowhere until they do. Mm. Well, if Canberrans would like to come down and uh, either join you, this will go to air next week, uh, next Friday, unfortunately. We've, uh, we've just missed today's. Yeah, if, if they want to come down and have a look at the Millawa Forest or join you if you're still there, how, how would a Canberran get to the Obama Millawa Forest? Um, from Canberra? Well, you, um, you can come through Albury and then uh, go west through Tokenwall come into the Millawa Forest from that direction or, uh, yeah, that would be the sensible direction. I'm just sort of, you know, off the top of my head trying to think of the shape of New South Wales and the ACT. Yeah, you've got to yeah. wing it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through Albury and uh, basically call us. Uh, which, um, you can tell them our number and, uh, yeah, we can give directions and we're certainly uh, pleased to have more people come down and join us. Um, yeah, because we... Uh, it's, it's really quite... And, it's a bit hard to describe, to describe, but um, when you get down here and you look at the lay of the land, you see that you know, they, they constantly brag around here about how they've been logging for 150 years and we can keep doing it forever. But uh, as I said before, the big stumps, the old stumps are big, and then the middle-aged stumps are smaller, and the current stumps are little tiny things, and it's quite tragic to see. I mean, um, which I don't want to turn anybody off by sort of, you know, making a sort of gloomy view of the landscape because in between it, it's magic. There are, you know, there are little old hollow trees and there are, you know, it's just, 
Uh, we've been uh, entertained all day by white cockatoos doing their uh, mating rituals because it's just rained and um, yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. That's right, and I'm sure as elsewhere the gnarly old trees that don't actually fit onto a truck are fine. Yep, 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 the old gnarly sort of defective ones that they haven't ringbacked and killed are, are still hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I guess you need uh, you need flows in the river and you need a, a stop to logging and uh, the, the forest there will be given a chance. Yep, yep, we need rain, we need less uh, river regulation for irrigation and mostly we need stop logging straight away because it's just, uh, yeah, it's very cool. No worries. You said there was a number that we could give out. Uh, yes. 0427 that's 0427 Yep, that's the one. Come on down. Everyone's welcome. OK, anything else you'd like to add before we uh, wind up? Oh, I think I've uh, probably covered the subject now. OK, Tim Thorncraft from Red Gum Forest Action. Thank you very much. OK, thank you. And good luck down there. All right, see you, mate. You have been listening to an episode of A Line in the Sound, the podcast made by Co-ops, Commons and Communities Canberra, Co-Canberra for short, the New Economy Network of Australia, or NINA, and Radio Behind the Lines from Community Radio 2XX 98.3 FM in Canberra, Australia. Co-Canberra is working towards a cooperative commonwealth. Our work builds strong communities, extensive commons, and a network of climate cooperatives. The New Economy Network of Australia is a network of individuals and organisations working to transform Australia's economic system so that achieving ecological health and social justice are the foundational principles and the primary objectives of the economic system. Behind the Lines has been running for well over 30 years on Canberra's oldest community radio station, 2XX. We do extended interviews with anyone who's trying to make the world a better place. All three are volunteer-run, so if you like what you heard on this episode, join us and become the media. To join up with the New Economy Network of Australia, sign up at neweconomy.org.au. To help out with Behind the Lines, or to help our editing team finish off a mountain of good Australian New Economy info, which includes editing training, contact us at behindthelines98.3 at gmail.com and see 2XXFM.org.au where you can subscribe, donate and volunteer to Australia's only alternative voice, Community Radio. If you're not in Canberra, there's definitely one near you. To help out with CoCanberra, contact us at info at cocanberra.org.au That's C-O-C-A-N-B-E-R-R-A.org.au or come along to our monthly meetups, which we share with Nina Canberra Regional Hub, where we explore any and all aspects of the new economy. Find out what we're up to at cocanberra.org.au. And finally, if you want to help fund me, Scotty, to go full-time with this and lots of other related work, look up LiberaPay, L-I-B-E-R-A-P-A-Y, and search for Community Supported Scotty. From there, you can find out about all my other projects and donate to help create a new appropriate economy. Thanks.